Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Bia Williams. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. And I'm Wendy Papazan. Have you ever had a great idea that you put into action? I'm sure you guys have. Yes. <laughs> no, never. Yeah. No. Yeah. For, have no. you ever have you ever had a great idea that you so. that you didn't put into action? Yes. Oh, more of those all than all the time. All yeah. the time, right? All the time. I know Jay especially is always coming up with what I feel like are fantastic ideas and then they just sort of fall by the wayside. So we all know that having a great idea is one thing, but then turning it into a business is something that's completely different. And honestly, the hardest thing. A lot of people say they want to write a book. A lot of people say they want to start a business, but it's really quite difficult. How many times have you seen those like inventions that come out and you're like, oh, I thought of that 10 years ago. Totally. Then you didn't do anything about it. So somebody else has the patent. Or like pet, Pet Rock. You know, that old yes. uh, business from yes. like the 60s or whenever it was. Yeah. yeah what, a dumb, what a dumb idea that was like a massive craze everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think one of the cool things about being an entrepreneur is that you literally get to make something out of nothing. You literally get mm-hmm. to take an idea and turn it into something. And all of you ladies have done this multiple times in your life with multiple businesses. And, you know, as you know, it's definitely hard. So we're going to give you guys today the simple tool to allow you to take an idea that you have for a business or a problem or a challenge that you might have and give you a simple one-page plan for you to fix the problem or to create the business. Um, So it's called the GPS and it's definitely a, a Kellerism. And, you know, the GPS really comes from the three parts of the plan, which is goals, priorities, and strategies. But I want you guys to think about it like you would a GPS in your car, which is a GPS in your car helps you get to where you want to go. And this GPS really does the same. It's navigation, right? Yeah. It's navigation. Yeah. 100%. It's street navigation. So, you know, yeah. we're going to give you, we're going to give you guys a very simple four-step plan for you to be able to put this together. So as you're crafting your GPS, right, we're talking about goals, priorities, and strategies. You know, we're going to walk you through that four-step simple process to get what you want. And Wendy was so kind because she gave me the actual steps for you. So I don't <laughs> not give them to you. You are welcome. You're getting so we don't have to make them up like we normally would. <laughs> so, like they're actually in writing. Mm-hmm. And so. I can't describe them without saying them, which is the best part. So um, step one. <laughs> oh, that's okay. why. Yeah. Um, so step one, identify your goal. Step two is going to be you're going to establish then your priorities that are going to roll up to your goal. Step three is going to be coming up with strategies to absolutely crush your goal. And step four is going to be, you guys, you got to get to work. Because if you don't do step four, one, two, and three, make no difference. So we're going to do all four of those today. And what do you think Via is going to hone in on? This is a quiz. What is Via going to say right now as we hone in on step one? Eeny, <laughs> like the meeny, broken record. <laughs> Mo, clarity. <laughs> broken record Via is going to just, we're going to, we're going to, we're just going to focus on step one a minute because this is the step, guys, identifying your goal. This is the step you want to spend the most time on. It's often the step Mm -hmm. that's the most arbitrary and kind of thrown out there. Example, I coach a lot of, in my world, I coach a lot of real estate agents and, and more often than not, in fact, almost all the time, 
I'm coaching a new agent or an agent getting established and I'll say, okay, well, what's your goal? Uh, I probably, um, I, I want to make six figures. I'm like, great. So your goal is to make $100,000 a year. That's great. Yeah, I want to make 100,000 a year. Perfect. And then, and then here's where you start breaking down. And then they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get excited, right? And then I'll say, okay, well, tell me where that's coming from is, you know, what, what is your monthly expense or what's your annual expenses? What are your savings goals? What are your investment goals? What's your, what are your wealth planning goals? Where is that 100K coming from? Silence. Mm. Like I virtually never mm-hmm. get, you know, an answer on that. I'm like, okay, well, let's back out of it. And then we end up spending the whole coaching session on actually establishing like the clarity of what the goal should actually be. Mm. And, and I can't stress enough, nobody spends enough time on this step. And, and it can be painful if you're wired like us to just go like jump off the cliff and build the parachute on the way down. Like we don't want to spend that time, you know, planning. But if we can spend the time up front, really getting clear on the outcome that we want from the goal and why and attaching a why to it, the rest will become simpler and un- like it, the rest is, is gravy. I love that so much, Via. And, you know, the other thing I think a lot of people are guilty of, I have been guilty of in my past life as well, is I decide to take somebody else's goal as mine. And what what happens is I'm like, well, so-and-so said they want to do blah, blah, blah. So I'll do that in a dollar, right? Or I'll do that because they said that's a good goal and I like what they're doing. So I want that goal too. And the problem with doing that is, is to Via's point, you don't have then clarity around what that means in your life. You don't have clarity around what that does for you. And you're comparing the outsides of the goal to the insides of what really matters. I love that. So you see so, so many people doing that. that time. Just like saying, yeah, I want to, I want to be, yeah. I want to be number one. Okay. Well, yeah. Why yeah. do you want to be number one? Yeah. You know, yeah. I know so many people who are number one and they're not profitable. Not happy. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes an undisciplined pursuit of more. Mm. Jim Collins, I quote him all the time. What happens is people, Wendy, you're so right. Like, I want to be number one. I want to make a hundred grand, whatever Mm -hmm. the, the thing is. It's like, if you don't tie it, like, okay, why? Like what, what, what is that feeding? What is that funding? You know, what great life is that, you know, by design is that funding, right? If you don't do that, it's just all that is, is an undisciplined mm-hmm. pursuit of more. And let me tell you, I have been guilty as charged. Oh. I mean, I am speaking from Hands up. years yep. of that. Just like, I want more. I want more. Mm-hmm. I'm not content, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, Via, you're so right. We want to spend as much time as possible getting clarity around the goal. And sometimes that that even goes back a step further, which is, you know, we've talked about it before on a different episode on figuring out why you're on the planet. You know, what's your mission? So understanding what's your mission, right? And then the goal can stack on top of it. And so I think the best way for us to figure out how to do a GPS is to do a real life example. You know, the best way I think I learn is through, I think that's through, great. through stories. So I'd like for Via to be our guinea pig, if that's okay. <laughs> do it. Evil, Happy to be. Evil guinea pig, I guess. I know. Um, <laughs> That's our new hashtag, uh, Evil Guinea Pig. That's a good band name. That's actually our new that's band. A good one. Oh, I like that. Pitchfork will make a Or it could be game. Evil and the Guinea Pigs. Ooh, oh. yeah, I like Evil Guinea Pig better. Mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who'd be our lead, but okay. But we uh, digress. Anyway. Um, okay, so I would like to, since I know you're on a wealth building journey, Thea, I would love to, so we're going to do something called goal setting to the now, which is, is the GPS is really a one-year plan for something, 
But in order to understand your one-year plan, sometimes you have to go out and, and know what your someday goal is. So I'd mm-hmm. love to talk about your... I'd love to ask you, what is your... What's a someday wealth goal that you have? Yeah. Yep. So I can give it... I'll answer it directly, which is I want to have $250,000 a year in passive income in 19 years now. It was 20 when I said it. Okay. But I can share with you originally... I had this, we talk about the undisciplined pursuit of more. When I started this three years ago, I was like, I want to be, I want to have a net worth of 10 million. I Mm -hmm. I literally just made it up because it sounded really rich. Mm -hmm. Like it sounded like really wealthy people would say, I have a net worth of 10 million. I think it's better to say an eight-figure net worth. An eight-figure net worth. There you go. (laughs) Point is, that's what I had for a while. And I was just not tying it to anything. It was like, this is arbitrary. This is just like an undisciplined pursuit of more. And so I really started backing out and going, what do I really want and need in retirement? And, you know, if, if I could have, you know, 250,000 in passive income, you know, I'm secu- I feel secure. That's great. When yeah. I'm, that, that's, yeah. a, that's a great goal. I love that. Okay. And I'm behind on that. Okay. You know. Well, so uh, your goal is $250,000 in passive income in 19 years. Okay. And so we're just going to back up because I think sometimes when you have a big goal like that, that's just completely overwhelming to think about how can I get from where I am today to yes. via in 19 years. It's like, what? What, how can I do that? So we're going to ask uh, the focusing question. So for those of you that have read The One Thing, it's the it's focusing question from The One Thing book. And so I'm going to ask you, Via, what is the one thing that you can do in five years regarding your wealth goal such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or necessary? So where do you need to be in five years? My GPS is written a little differently, but how I would answer that, Wendy, is I would have 25 investment properties in five years. Okay, great. Properties in five years. Uh, Let me say doors because I I have it as doors. Okay. Some of those. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Right. Okay. And then so that's your five-year goals to have 25 doors in five years. And then we're going to ask the focusing question again. Okay. So what's the one thing or, or where do you need to be for your wealth goal? in the next year, such that by doing it, everything else is easier and necessary. So if your goal is 20, 25 yep. in five years. Yep. So my goal this year in 2021 is five doors. Five doors. Okay. That makes sense. That's easy math. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Okay. And so if your goal for this one year, right, is five doors, that becomes our goal for our GPS right? That's our one-year goal. So that's at the top of your wealth building GPS. And your goal is to have five doors by the end of 2021. And then really what we do is we kind of work back from that and we talk about what are our priorities and what are our strategies for that. So that's really the goal setting to the now process. Yeah. Do you want me to answer that? I mean, to help sure, people? Sure. Or, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I literally have this. Yeah, great. Thank this you is like a little easy for me. Okay, great. Because it might help some people, you know, because a lot of people, your goal is one. Oh, maybe yeah. it's even a primary, yeah. you know, uh, thing. So this year, what it was, was I had a certain um, benchmark. I had to get X amount of reserves. That was my first goal because I knew that mm-hmm. we're going to get financing on these properties and I wanted to feel secure, blah, 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 blah. So having, you know, that was the first goal. Mm-hmm. The second goal was clearing my debt, making sure my debt package was paying off some debts essentially and having those reserves so that I could then refinance my house 
and do a cash out refinance. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth was um, sourcing the market and the team and the actual acquisitions. And, and Wendy, I just want to kind of pepper this in here. Mm-hmm. I use this format for everything. And I often in coaching, I'll do a one, four, six. I'll do a you know, one, usually it's three is the minimum, but anyway, um, you know, one, five, seven. In other words, it's it's more having the goal and the priorities and then the tactics mm-hmm. under them mm-hmm. than it is the one, three, five yes. necessarily. Yes. We call it a one, right. three, five. Well, and, right. and I would just, I would just say that, you know, if we're thinking about that goal, right, your, your goal was very, was very specific, which is great. And so if, for those of you that are thinking out there, like I'm trying to come up with a goal, there are a few things that that goal should be. One is specific and measurable, right? Obviously right. that's very specific and measurable. Did you get five doors or not? Yes or no? Yep. It's time bound, right? Which is by the end of the year, it's a big enough mm-hmm. to require several areas of focus, right? So sometimes I feel like we have mm-hmm. a, t- a, the goal can be too tiny and then we're struggling to create a GPS around it because the goal is just too small. Mm-hmm. Like if you're feeling that, it might be that strategy is part of a bigger goal. So like maybe you're right. Hmm. Like originally, via maybe you you thought like, oh, I need to do a cash out refi, right? That probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be a GPS all on its own. It's a, mm-hmm. it's really a it's part of a bigger strategy. Yeah, it's a priority yeah. under your goal. Right. So that's kind mm-hmm. of an aha for me, Wendy. That's kind of actually, I'm kind of like, that's a really wise statement. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought of it that before. Well, and like we're, can't that's build part it of out. our stuff too. Yeah. Like we just went yeah. through cash out refis of two of our investment properties, but it was part of our bigger GPS of accumulating, you know, yeah. 400,000 in cash. Part of that was yeah. cash out refi. Part of that was doing some additional sales to then have that cash sitting and waiting to reinvest, you know, to pick up an additional two to three rental properties in the next year. Yeah. So, so, so in yeah. addition to being specific and measurable, you want your goal to be time bound, big enough to require several areas of focus, which is what we're talking about. And then mm-hmm. we also don't want it so big that it requires more than like you're talking about the, the three to five areas of focus, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're calling it one goal, three priorities, five strategies under under there. But it could be four priorities. It could be five mm-hmm. priorities. But if it gets to be where you've got like seven, seven yeah, priorities, too many. It's, it's really too much. It's really going to be too much to accomplish in a year. Yeah. And so you maybe need multiple yeah. GPSs, right? Or something like that. that that's so I do agree well, with that. And when you're looking at your priorities, there's kind of a way to line them out that kind of helps you organize that. You know, the first is like we've been talking about this whole time, your priorities need to be specific and measurable. But the second thing I would encourage you to do is put them in order of importance. So when you're listing your priorities out, it's what's the most important thing that's going to make the biggest difference. Via gave a great example of cash reserves first, right? So that... Well, and I'm just going to... I'm going to stop you here, Seychelles, because this is your specialty is skipping the step and talking about it. So we're Thank actually you. on step two, guys, okay. which is to establish your priorities. So, and Seychelles is going to talk about those <laughs> priorities. <laughs> but, yeah. bon. Oh, Seychelles. You're welcome, gosh. you guys. The thing is, you're I highly aware of this. love you. You're highly aware. I, I told am. you you're one of my favorite yeah. people. Because you are. Yes. And you skipped. Just, I just get so excited <laughs> about getting into it that I just feel like you guys... You're just, just a you're meat. So you're a meat you're and so potatoes. Quick. You just want to go. Yeah, you're just I meat. am a meat and potatoes. I just want to go yeah. straight to the point, yeah. right? Just get to the point. Yeah. And I love bullet points. So <laughs> if I can get straight to the bullets, that's where I want to go. <laughs> All but, right. But actually, really quick, actually, let, let me just say, broken record via, 
This is the, the taking the time to get clarity up front on this stuff is not how a lot of us are wired. That That's is a right. great no. example. You skipping the, you, you know what I mean? Like that is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Seychelle. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I just want you to know. You, 100%. We could use that in Completely right. on purpose so and not... Anyway. And not typical or accidental. So step two is establish your priorities. Thank you, Wendy Papazan. You know, and you're you're gonna stick with two to four areas of your priority. This is gonna force you to choose the most important things. And like we just went into, right? Those priorities need to be specific and measurable, and you need to list them in order of importance. What is the first thing that if I get that one thing done, something else opens up to be able to be accomplished? Don't leave the most important thing for last. And and I'll just say that, you know, I've learned this over the years because Jay reports to Gary and Gary's look always mm-hmm. looking at his GPSs and Gary will literally say until the first thing is done I don't even want you to work on number 2, 3 and 4 because what you're mm-hmm. telling me if it's first it's the most important thing it's the priority priority right it's the priority that's priority great. that is Ben Kinney he won't let yes, me even so talk good. about mm-hmm. number 2 mm-hmm. and 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 it's really good just to kind of Take a moment to for all of our leaders out there. That's mm-hmm. good coaching. That is really good coaching. We have to rein our people in and remind them. And it's why it is so important to have a very clearly thought out goal yep. that, that has kind of this link to a why or mm-hmm. to a reason because because it's going to get monotonous sometimes. Like that's yeah, step it's one more, is often it's, the hardest. Yeah, step. it's more fun yeah. to like scoot around and do different things yeah. and try different stuff. Well, yeah, well, and, that's that's the entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. that we would rather, you know, have our hands in lots of pots instead of really drilled down and focused on one. And I would say, you know, the other thing that we talked about was this business plan is going to be on one page, but just because it's on one page doesn't mean it's a really big business plan. And so, you know, these priorities should be big enough that they require several strategies to accomplish it. So this doesn't become like a checklist or a to-do list. This becomes a big priority, not just a simple check off. Okay, that was easy and done. On to number two. You know, it, it should take amount, some amount of time and energy to get there. And, you know, and you don't want it so big that you never accomplish the priority, but you do want it to be big enough that it actually is going to make you stop and stretch and think and grow during that process. Yeah, for sure. So you know, I, I think that when we think about priorities, and I'm going back to when you when you were asking me about my, you know, my GPS, mm-hmm. um, that I'm going by memory right now. I don't have it in front of me actually, but we have to remember priorities are not action steps. Mm-hmm. So priorities are priorities, right? And so that means they come before all other and they're and they're measurable, right? So, you know, well and and, and for just some people well, and, and not to interrupt you, but just to go back okay. to your because I think it is very helpful to, to use you as an example. And I wrote down your, your four priorities, which is mm-hmm. to have a certain amount of reserves, cash, okay? And that, that's not an action yeah. step. That isn't an action no. step. Yeah. It, it, it really isn't. So, And what I was going to say, Wendy, is the cash out refinance, as you're reading my mind, the cash out refinance could have possibly gone under that, mm-hmm. right? But I know myself and I know my husband, and it, for, for the way... It works in my marriage and it works for my brain a little bit better to have built that out to be four mm-hmm. because it, for a variety of reasons, that's cheating. But I've used this for, I don't know, eight years. I, I'm pretty good at, at the GPS and the 135. And I, I, I think there are some cheats sometimes, right? Because there, that's a pretty... God, it, when you're self-employed, people getting a loan and getting yes, finance I know. for multiple it's, properties it's, yes. is a part-time yeah, it's job. It's so hard. Yes. 
So, so that might have sounded weird that it was like an actual priority for a lot of you that could be underneath like, hey, look, I just need X amount of cash or I need X amount of reserves and, and refinancing and is probably going to be an action step. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to kind of throw that in there. But these are not action steps. Priorities are, you know, what do I have to accomplish, you know, in order to get this done? And a lot of us in real estate world, in our company, we have a very simple one, three, five template. It's I'm going to sell X amount of homes. So units, volume, and GCI, gross commission mm-hmm. income. We have all three things listed in the goal. And then we always have priority number one is buyers. Priority number two is sellers. Priority number three is what we call B do have. Like what classes, mm-hmm. what skills, what books, what training do I have to go to, right? So we have a very prescribed method, you know, just use real estate as an example because that's my world. And so, but some of the stuff isn't. I've done a GPS before on my key relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about how to have measurables there? It's fascinating. Well, I've had employees you know? who who wanted to do like a self-care GPS. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even think you know what to do in terms mm-hmm. of that, you know, so you need to figure you that can do out. do GPS I think a on lot anything. of people don't know what to do with that, actually. Yeah. It'd probably be good for a lot of us to do. Yep. There's a lot of Well, and if people are struggling with your areas of priority, which it, which it is tough, like the goal, you know, once you sit down and think about the goal, you can get some clarity around the goal. But uh, mm-hmm. a great way to fig- kind of figure out what you think the priorities would be, would be to just take a few minutes, take, you know, three to five minutes and brainstorm everything you could possibly think of. So if your goal is to have five doors by the end of the year, what are all the things that possibly I need to do, right? And you're just you're just writing them mm-hmm. down, writing them down. There's no just bad answers. Down, yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect, Parking right? Lot. Just mm-hmm. writing things down, mm-hmm. writing things down. And then um, once you've kind of exhausted all those possibilities, look at your list. There's going to be some patterns there, right? So it might be that I need cash. I need to do a cash out refinance. Maybe those go together. Maybe they don't, depending on my GPS. And then, you know, as you look at your list and you lump things together, you're going to realize that probably some of those things are are those action steps that need to go under the priorities. And some are more of the priorities. And hopefully you're going to end up with that like three to five priorities, or sometimes it's two, two to two to five priorities. And and again, if you've if it if you if you've only got one priority, it's probably your goal's probably not big enough. And if you've got like eight mm-hmm. priorities, you probably need to break it up. So that just can be a good mm-hmm. way because it's, That's you know, per- perfection has ruined many a great businesses, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wendy, if you have eight priorities, I would say, um, first of all, I want to go back. This is coaching is really good. This is when coaching is good. When yes. you're when you're coming up with a, a GPS for, especially a big GPS, right? And that's what we're about here, living a big life. And so mm-hmm. if you're coming up with a big GPS, coaching is good. It doesn't have to be a paid coach. It can be, you know, a, a mentor yeah, a friend, or something. A friend. Yeah. yeah. But if you mm-hmm. have eight priorities, getting some coaching and, and spending some time on shifting some of those down into action steps, um, I think is probably all that's needed, you know, for the most part. It's just kind of reworking, rethinking. It was really good to to have someone to bounce this off on, I think. Yeah, I love that. Almost well, necessary. Yeah, which leads us to step three, which is to come up with those action steps. You know, we call them strategies, but I really like them. I like thinking about them as action steps because I think sometimes people confuse the word priority and strategy and which is which, but like action steps are really clear. Like, so that's why I I like to call this the S steps. And if that catches on, 
You heard it here first. Cool. Then you get credit. Yeah. It's like Celebrity. Mm-hmm. That was mine. I know. It's so good. <laughs> and Windemic. <laughs> that was yours. I mean, Wendy the wordsmith. That was yours. Just Wendy the yes. wordsmith. Oh, Windemic was mine. Down. Yeah. But I know, it's totally Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you started it. Credit. Yeah, you started it. It was a team effort. But the Wendy the wordsmith came up with the name. Yes. yes. Well, and you coined Wendy the wordsmith. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, well then maybe I'm, maybe I'm your alternate. <laughs> My backup wordsmith. Maybe I'm your backup wordsmith. <laughs> yeah, the backup wordsmith. Oh shit, I need a backup that wordsmith. That doesn't have the same ring. We need to work. <laughs> Who should I call? I call the backup word man. <laughs> okay, anyway. Action steps. Yes. Back to action I know. In my mind, I'm wordsmithing. The backsmith. I am too. I'm oh, yeah. the verbal yes, yes. of what other okay. words we can digress. I, I know. I know. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So we're coming up with action steps. That's step number three. And again, we're going to have yes. three to six of these for each of our priority. And these are the action steps you must take in order to accomplish your priority and achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. Some will be one-time activities yeah. and others are going to be things you do over and over and over again. So, yeah. The nice part is, is with the action steps, a lot of them have like a timetable to them. So it's like a, I will do this by when. Whereas a priority may not have as big of a timetable. The action steps, a lot of times you can put on your calendar, you can actually put deadlines with those too. Well, and like, let's look at Via's first priority, which is to have X reserves in cash. Mm-hmm. What would one of your action steps be under that? Yeah. So, um, cause I've done it. Um, so mm-hmm. we're just, by the way, in real time, as we record this episode, we're just, I think we've almost hit that. I will say, Wendy, I have simultaneously worked on the fourth step as well, cause mm-hmm. I had to do a lot of research and understanding sure. and acquisition. So that's been kind of happening in my yeah. spare time, but, but yeah. So we had to kind of figure out where that was going to come from. It got me super motivated to sell a lot of, do a side hustle this year that I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have been motivated to do. And I had to kind of map out how many houses I needed to sell on top of my J job. I've been working seven days a week for all year. Mm -hmm. Like it's been a crazy year. So that we had to map out how it was going to come and, and then, you know, knock over some other dominoes in order to do the refinance, which is why I kind of add that as a second priority, arguable that that could have gone, you know, as an action. So do you have like a separate bank account or anything like that, that you're saving in? I do. We, we, yeah, um, so that might be a, that 100%. might be a second action step. Open a, two. open a, two. yeah, open a separate yeah. bank account. Um, Actually, I opened a Fidelity stock account, you know, which is part of this GPS mm-hmm. um, because I thought, well, if I'm going to have money sitting in there a while, I might as well be making money on it. And you know what? Sure. I paid $15,000 in the last eight months just throwing nice. my reserves in there. I know. Good job. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm just saying. It's kind of a little byproduct, kind of a fun byproduct. That's great. I love yeah. that. Yep. That's really cool. So Seychelles, um, you were going to go over, I think, the strategies and, yes. uh, you know what we have to do to achieve the priorities. Right. So some of the things that you must do to achieve these action items, we're going to call or steps. Sorry, I said priorities. You're good. You're good. I'm just keeping in line with our words. (laughs) So, you know, having Uh more... words to fail. Thanks for pointing that out. Fail your way to success. It's okay. That's right. We get up fast though. So having more than six steps or action items in any one priority means the priority is too broad. So you want to have, you know, two, three, four, but more than six is, is probably means we have too broad of a priority. 
you know, and fewer than three maybe means that it's too narrow. So if you have three to five, that's probably your healthy number. Um, You want your actionable steps to be specific and measurable. That gets back to everything we're talking about here. You need to be able to say, did I do it or did I not do it? Then we talked about- Did I open a bank account? Yes Yes. or no? Did I open a bank account? Did I put X amount of money in that bank account? Yes or no? And by when? Yeah. And by when? Yes or no? And so, you know, one of the cool things you could hear with Via, even when she was talking about defining that number, was that really motivated her to have that side hustle. Yeah. And and this year might have been the time bound amount of time that she said, this year I am going to, I'm putting words in her mouth, but this year I'm going to just kill it. I'm going to work my buns off and I am going to just get these cash reserves knocked out, right? And so she knows that when she hits that number, she might change the way that her time is allotted or structured um, because she has hit that goal in a specific amount of time or hit that action step in a, a specific amount of time. So, you know, the other thing I want you to think about is, again, importance matters, priority matters. So you want to put them in the order of what's the most important domino that if you hit that one, then it makes the second one easier to go after. So put them in order of importance where the the biggest one, the most important domino first needs to go in that action step first. Yeah, I love that. So I am into, you know, asking focusing questions. In mm-hmm. fact, I've kind of trained my brain to think in terms of questions more than answers, which is um, which is a good it's been it's stead me well, right? So a couple of questions you can ask yourself to kind of ensure that you've written the right action steps are, you know, number one, will the answer to whether or not I've completed this this action step be a clear yes or no? I mean, is it is mm-hmm. it have I completed this or not? Number two, do I have complete control over whether or not this action step is completed? That is you know, so like huge. am I am yes. I putting something on here that I can't do? I mm-hmm. can't control. Or I have right? to rely on somebody else to do it. Yeah. For right. Sure. And if so, then we need to reword and we need to rethink like what our role is on that that we can control, right? Mm-hmm. And then number three is, you know, have identified, which you guys have both said, a timeline. Is there, you know, is there a clear, you know, is there a number? Is there a timeline? Is there a deadline? And there's not, it's not that there's right or wrong answers, by the way. And, you know, I'll just insert this right now on timeline. The important thing is, is that you think this all through, you map it out. Everyone, you know, all of the stakeholders are involved. Look, you guys, if you miss a deadline, you miss a deadline. You're, you're going to get there. You're going to mm-hmm. get there. If, if you've gotten this far and you're working together as a team, maybe it's a team of one, maybe it's a team of 10, you're going to get there. And we want to have a deadline that we're all pushing towards. And don't, don't worry too much if you don't hit that. Is that fair, ladies? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't always hit the deadline no. and that's okay. We want to well, push I think for it's- it. It's more about creating a sense of urgency. So putting it on a timeline or a calendar gives you a sense of urgency to make sure it's reflected in your time blocks. Or, you know, it's not like it's just a someday goal. It's like a goal in the next two weeks I want to accomplish X or the next quarter. We're doing the 12-week year right now with our team. We're on our fourth sprint. And so, you know, it's within the next 12 weeks. Here's the action steps I want to accomplish that go towards my big goal. And so, you know, it, it puts some urgency around it. But if you don't, hit it, that doesn't mean you just give up. That just means you might reforecast or you might change how you're going after it. Yeah, I love that. Well, which this gets us to our last step, which is really just get to work. And remember how I said at the beginning of the podcast that thinking about creating $250,000 in passive income in 19 years feels pretty out there for most people. You know, uh, most people aren't really that visionary. It's, it's really hard for most people to think 
out more than three to five years. And so what these action steps do is, is it links your today activities with your future goal. And so the second that VIA opens that bank account, that action step, right? Or that fidelity account or whatever that is, that is linking her to her big goal of having $250,000 in passive income in 19 years because she knows if she takes this step today and that step tomorrow and that step the next day and that step next month and that step the month after that, in one year, she's going to have five doors. In five years, she's going to have 25 doors. And in 19 years, she's going to have the $250,000 in passive income that she so richly deserves and wants. If you can Amen. I want to say amen. And, 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 and I want to add one thing to that. I want to add one thing to that, Wendy, because what you said was so beautiful. Yes. It is an overwhelming number. Most people, having that's it's a big number. I, I I hesitated even sharing that number. And 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 I look. Th- this is who we are. We have big lives. We have big goals. I'm going to strive for it. Right. Talk to me in 19 years. I'll let you know if I hit. You'll it. be there. Here's, You'll be there. Here's my point, though. Here's my we'll point. We'll still be my doing point the podcast. Is, we'll still be doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 1,100. Hey, back up, Word Smith. What do you think? We're still here. But here, here's what this does. Here's what this does. What it does is, is it takes this wild, you know, big hairy ass goal that we have and it puts it into this like, okay, here are my marching orders. And so I don't feel like I'm taking risks as much. I don't feel like I'm, it's scary to buy investment properties out of, out of state. And by the way, we're going to have a, an episode with um, Bigger Pockets, David Green, just on that. So but great. it's scary to have investment properties out of state. It's scary to, to spend money on, on what I'm about to do. But when you feel like you're you're following a plan and it's like written out and your spouse and all the people involved are like in it, your brain feels like it's executing a plan. Your mm-hmm. brain doesn't feel like it's like going out on a limb. I can't explain it, but that's how you get things done is you put the clarity up front and doing everything we said and then you follow the plan and your brain's like, I'm just following a plan. I'm not risking any. I'm not mm-hmm. doing this anything logical. weird. Yeah. I it through. It makes yes. sense. Yep. Right. That's how successful people get mm-hmm. things done. Yeah. Is is they they put a lot of upfront thought in the plan and the action steps, and then they follow. And I can tell you guys that if you do this, especially if you can get if you have a partner, get your partner on the same page. Go to the couples goal setting retreat. It's going to be in November this year in Austin. Yes. If you can do that, right, and you can follow your plan, and the plan isn't always going to work out. You know, I I look at all the plans that Jay and I have created over the last 20 years and there's lots of things, even on our five-year plans where we're we're like, you know what? We didn't do anything on that. Like we weren't motivated or whatever. And so there's going to be lots of things where you don't fulfill your plan. You don't do all the things on there. But if you can do some of the things, right, over the course of one year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you look up and you're like, wow, I've got a pretty good life, you know? I love that. And so one thing I would love if we could do, and I'm committing us to this now, so there we go. But like, could we put a sample GPS in the show notes for people yeah. to be able to download? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that would be awesome. And then I, I wish if if you want to go be one of our YouTube subscribers, this would be one to go listen to because you can see Via light up when she talks about her GPS and her goals. <laughs> it is just the I bow down thing. to Wendy. Oh, plus, she has the most incredible necklace on today. 
Oh, oh yeah, my no. big, her I had a big chunky necklace on We had a little controversial. We had some controversial. We had to have a discussion about it before we hopped on the show today. Yeah. This is going to guarantee us to get YouTube viewers now. Yes. Does We're anybody even know? Have more than um, Diane. Yeah. More than Diane yeah. might watch Hi, us. Diane. Shout out. Um, so the reason why I say, though, you might want to go watch this is, is because each time you ask that focusing question, when v, when Wendy took Via from 250,000 to 25 rental, you know, doors to five doors a year to what that means in cash reserves, when she started taking her down through that, you could see via light up when she started talking about really? how those yes how those huh. things it's true related back to the big goal and when you're asking yourself those focusing questions i think all three of us would encourage you to pay attention to your first thoughts what's your gut thought on that and don't be afraid of it because it might feel big and scary on what that first answer is but pay attention to those first one or two items that you write down that will be your answers to those focusing questions, because more than likely those are going to be the closest to your heart. So just listen to that because I think that that makes a big difference. So we're going to just really quick, we're going to wrap GPS, one goal, three priorities, and then five action steps. You you can add a five sub under that, which I do a lot. One, three, five, five. Either way, it's all good, right? Four steps, ladies. Number one, identify your goal. Number two, establish your priorities. Number three, come up with the strategies and we call them action steps to crush your goal. Number four, get to work. Thank you, everybody. Have an awesome day. And thank you for referring us to all your friends to listen to our podcast. Go out and kill those goals. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.